Capturing images of people across China, exploring its ever-changing lifestyles, and feeling the heartbeat of its villages, towns, and cities. This is Selfie. This is Selfie. Giving you real-life stories in China. 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 Governing a great state is like cooking small fish; too much handling will spoil it. That principle of state governance was advocated by Chinese philosopher Lao Tzu, who lived more than two thousand years ago. Lao Tzu's analogy partly reflects the long history of fish consumption in China, which was made possible thanks to the widespread river system and the high yields from its rivers and lakes. As such, fish have always been important sources of high-quality protein in the Chinese daily diet. Fish is popular in China not just because of its nutritional value, but also because it has cultural connotations of success and wealth. As the Chinese character of fish is homophonic to the character of abundance, a widespread greeting in China during the Spring Festival or the Chinese New Year is. Wishing you have fish every year, which means wishing you the best of luck and prosperity every year. Good wishes have become reality in Jilin Province's Chagan Lake in China's northeast. Millions of tourists have seen the catch from the local winter fishing season, and have been impressed by the walls of fish on the frozen lake. In 2008, a single net yielded 168,000 kilograms of fish, breaking the Guinness World Record. But how can one natural lake yield so much fish? Let's see if Lake Chagan will give up some of its secrets. It's four o'clock on the September morning, and 57-year-old Zhang Wen and his fellow fishermen have set sail for their daily catch on the lake. 36 years of experience have given Zhang Wen, the leader of this fishing team, a sharp instinct about where he should cast his net. But it's only when the giant 3,000-meter-long net is fully open. That Zhang has time to rest in his small vessel, and wait to see the other fishermen hauling the net back to the trawler. Our yield has been very good this year, bringing in good money and hope to our lives here. Look at the reeds near the bank over there. You can see the environment is getting better, and because that's getting better, there will be more fish. Zhang Wen has another identity. He's also an internet celebrity. Every December, when the temperature drops below 20 degrees Celsius, anglers drill holes in the ice and cast their nets through the holes. They use horses and human hands instead of machines to pull the nets out from under the ice. When they are pulled out, millions of fish can be seen jumping in the net. Winter fishing has become an important part of local tourism. As the leader of the fishing team, Zhang Wen is responsible for finding where the schools of fish are under the ice. The boom in tourist numbers in winter, and their photos of him pulling giant fish out from under the ice, has made him something of an internet celebrity in China. 
his small restaurant served up fresh fish to tens of thousands of tourists in last winter, bringing him a hundred thousand yuan, or roughly fourteen thousand U.S. dollars in extra income. When he was young, he never expected to see anything like this kind of fame and success in life. That's not a big fish. That's so. That's so. There were no big fish when I was young. My father used to work in the Chagan Lake fishing ground. All my father and his colleagues could do was to catch small local fish. He only earned one yuan a day to raise our family and relied on God to send enough rainwater, keeping water in the lake, which could dry up in bad years, causing salt storms. In the windy times in spring, the white powder was everywhere. People couldn't open their eyes or see anything. The history of fishing in Chagan Lake, which gets its name from the Mongolian word for sacred, can be traced back 8,000 years ago to the Jin Dynasty. The emperors of the Jin chose the lake as the site of the royal residence in spring, and held fishing ceremonies when the lake melted. For a long time, the lake and its abundant stock of fish was shared by the Mongolian and Manchu people. Walking slowly along the lakeside road, the endless water and reed marshes come into view. It's hard to believe this bracing place was once the barren, salty land that Zhang Wen described. Huang Jingxing, an old employee of the fishing ground, is roughly the same age as Zhang Wen. He says the lack of water was the main reason for the salinity. The most memorable scene from my childhood is the shrinking of the surface of the water. The banks of the original lake were ten miles away from where they are today. The lake was only a few miles wide. You can imagine how small the water area was. Because of the reduction of the water, the pH value in the lake rose to more than ten. No fish could survive in it. No fish, no money. The workers had to go and get part-time jobs to pay for bread, and the local farmers' land had no yield in those years either. No crops could grow in the saline land. In the 1970s, Chagan Lake was becoming increasingly saline because of the reduction in its water supply. The lake was topped up by the adjacent Huling River, but then in the 1970s, some water facilities were built upstream, leaving rainwater as the only source of water to top up the lake. With its location in a semi-arid area, there was more evaporation than there was rainfall, and the water level dropped day by day, causing the lake to become more and more alkaline. The rapid degradation of the local ecosystem had a major impact on the local economy, and in 1976, the local government realized it had to take action. It encouraged the local residents to take part in the canal project linking Chagan Lake with the Songhua River, another giant river in Jilin Province. It was a massive project at the time, because the 53-kilometer-long canal had to be dug by hand. There was no machinery available. Wang Fengling is the vice president of the Chagan Lake Tourism and Economic Development Zone Administration. Some of his family took part in the construction of the canal. He says it was very difficult to do anything like it 
back in the 1970s. 那个时候没有像现在的这么先进的工具，工具了。Mechanical equipment was rare in China in the 1970s. The construction of the canal was all done by hand. Eighty thousand people were involved. 当时的百姓也很不理解，但现在看到。Many local residents didn't understand what the point of building the canal was. Now they understand what the project meant when they say that everyone can benefit from the water that the canal brings to us. The water from the Songhua River fed the lake, and it began to recover. The lake area increased from 50 square kilometers to around 500 square kilometers, including the nearby wetland. It is now the seventh largest freshwater lake in China, with a surface area of 420 square kilometers. And along with the river water came lots of fish. It looked like a happy ending. But it wasn't to be just yet. 就是主要就因为鱼往死了打，你不管大的小的啥的，你完就就是打，就往出打，往出补。这样那前儿是八八八九，这是由于库补野生鱼类资源下降很厉害。Huang Jingxing worked in the fishery administration office when the canal was built and water began flowing into the lake. He says that overfishing meant the harvests were way down on what had been expected. Chagan Lake is bordered by three counties, and at that time there was no coordinated management of the fishery resources. The fish weren't just being caught by the fishermen; everyone who lived by the lake was able to come and fish for themselves. With no one overseeing the management of the lake, nets with the smallest mesh were used, and soon fish stocks were close to exhaustion. Huang often came across poachers. It was hard to control them entering the lake because the lake is so big. We tried to stop them, but they wouldn't cooperate. They resisted. You could earn 100 won a day as a poacher. Our mayor only earned 100 won in a month, so you can see why it was an attractive thing to do. The huge profits stimulated the overfishing, which resulted in the lake full of water but empty of fish. In 1992, the Chagan Lake Fishing Ground Management decided that drastic action was required. They imposed a three-year ban on fishing at the lake. It was a hard decision because a three-year ban meant no income for the fishermen. They then started breed fish fry in the lake. A lot of our workers went to town to drive tricycles during those three years to make money. It was a difficult time. But in time, this tough choice was rewarded with a good harvest. Huang still remembers when the first net came out of the water in the winter of 1994, three years after the fishing ban had been imposed. 啊，那就好了，全是大大大个的胖子都都上来了，没看到过的大鱼。I hadn't seen so many big fish in my entire life. A wild fish weighing ten pounds before was big enough for us, but that winter there were big head carp weighing more than ten pounds everywhere. The local fishing industry was saved by breeding fish fry. 
facing the risk that the lake could dry up, and the overfishing problem taught the manager of Chagan Lake two bitter lessons, which led them to consider the relationship between humans and the environment. But now that the sweetness of sustainable development had been tasted, the fishing ground has begun to regulate daily quotas, and strict requirements are enforced. In 1995, Zhang Wen became the leader of the fishing team. He says he was the youngest team leader at the time, and he saw the fishing cap introduced that year. 我上任的时候，我们产湖是十二条网，完了的话，隔了两年。There were twelve fishing teams when I became one of the leaders. Just two years later, the number of fishing teams was reduced to four. We didn't need as many fishing teams after the catch was controlled. Each year we have a catch plan, and the number is always less than the number of fish caught. Restrictions were also put on the size and specifications of the nets fishermen use. To protect the balance of the ecosystem, the mesh size of our net is six inches, so small fish can slip through the mesh. The only big mature fish are caught. Zhang Wen says the six-inch net can only catch fish weighing more than five pounds. Fish normally need four to five years to grow to this size. It takes ten years for a fish to reach ten pounds. Each year during Chagan Lake's famous winter fishing activity, a huge amount of ten-pound fish will be pulled out of the frozen lake. But where did they all come from? Huang Jingxing, who is now the vice president of the fishing ground, has the answer: a closed fishing zone. In 1995, to protect resources and develop the company in a sustainable way, the fishing ground set up a closed fishing area in the north of the lake. The zone takes up around one quarter of the total area of the lake. No matter whether it's winter or summer, we don't fish in that area. Plus, from 1992, each year we put 10 million yuan worth of fish fry in the lake. So as long as the water quality is good enough, theoretically we will have endless fish. The chosen area has plenty of water grass, a suitable place for wild fish to breed. Fish eggs can stick to the roots of the water grass and have enough time to grow into adults. The closed fishing area is actually protecting the biodiversity in the lake. Only wild fish can breed in the lake. The closed fishing area gives them a safe breeding place. Adult wild fish are smaller than the fish we put in, so we use bigger mesh to make sure they survive. A series of regulations has helped to secure a stable income for the state-owned fishing ground. Last year, the ground yielded 5,000 tons of fish and created a net profit of 20 million yuan. It also guarantees stable income for local fishermen. In the 1980s, when the policy of reform and opening up was adopted nationwide, the fishing ground opened up to individual contractors. Employees could sign a contract to fish in a certain area and took responsibility for their own catch. The personal contracts lifted the fishermen's enthusiasm for work and increased their incomes. 
private contractors could earn more than 100,000 yuan a year fishing the lake. But it is regulated that they can only fish in the shallow water, where small silverfish and shrimp live. It is another model of ecological balance, because too many small fish and shrimp will take too much of the air and growing space in the lake. Zhang Wen is explaining the role of the private contractor in Chagan Lake's ecological system when his neighbor Zhang Ming, one of the contractors, sets his shrimp net in the meter-high lake water. Zhang Ming's contract water area is near Zhang Wen's trawler, and he says this model has increased his income. We can catch around 50 kilograms of fish and shrimp a day. My partner and I can earn 40 to 50,000 yuan each in a year. Much more than before when I was a fishing ground worker. This work all counts on God. Good years with good wind and temperature are crucial to us. Wearing waterproofs, he stands in the water and collects his fish from the net. He says he can feel how the environment has improved and it has changed his life. I used to work on a trawler. We used cages to catch fish, but it is not allowed for environmental reasons. So I became a personal contractor to catch shrimp. The cage fishing method Zhang Ming mentioned is forbidden. The mesh on the cage is more uncomplicated, and fish have no chance of escaping. Hence, why they are also known as a cage of no offspring. But banging cage fishing has not reduced the catch. In fact, the improvement in the environment and the lake's ecology has led to better harvests. The environment looks better since the ecological development plan was carried out. Because of the larger water area, we catch more silver fish and shrimp than we did before. Good policies need a powerful executive. Chagan Lake used to stock in the chaos of open access. Everyone in the nearby three counties could come to fish, while the fishing ground as a company didn't have the executive power to manage the poachers or deal with the nearby counties. To put this right, the Chagan Lake Tourism and Economic Development Zone Administration was set up in 2002, taking charge of the development of the fishing industry, tourism, environmental protection, and other issues associated with the lake. Wang Fengling, the vice president of the Lake Administration, says they have learned from history the importance of protecting the environment. We have paid a lot of attention to ecological protection. Industrial projects are not approved in our development zone. Any projects with potential pollution are also not approved. This is our standard for developing the economy. He explains that protecting the lake is not only about protecting the water area, the wetlands near the lake are also a core part of their job. 
We continually repair the dam to prevent a loss of water and soil. Before we started this job, the depth of water had gone down from three meters to 2.5 meters because of soil loss from the dam and nearby farmlands. The lake stocks were therefore reduced, as well as the amount of air in the water, which is very dangerous for the ecological system. We have seen this happen in the past, when the volume of water was reduced in the 1970s. So we do a lot of work to stop history repeating itself. At the same time, our fishery administration team goes on patrol on the lake and nearby wetland to stop any potential pollutants or poachers. And adding fish fry has become a regular routine in our annual work plan. The improvement environment at Chagan Lake has meant it is now attracting tourists all year round. This also poses a challenge when it comes to protecting the local environment at the lake. We plan to get tourists to stay and shop outside the core area of the lake. And put on electric shuttle buses in the core area to prevent air pollution from diesel cars. Up to 2019, more than 1,500 hectares of farmland on the shores of Chagan Lake were converted into wetland or forest. The growing wetlands have attracted more birds to the area to live and breed. The lake has transformed from a saline land into a fertile lake and a scenic attraction. During the recent National Day holiday, over 300,000 tourists came to the lake. More and more people are realizing that the beauty of the lake is not just limited to the winter, and tourism means extra income for the locals. Zhang Wen was able to extend his Mu restaurant last year to welcome more tourists. He will retire in three years' time, which doesn't worry him. Our fishermen could earn 100,000 yuan a year. Some will be paid more, as much as 150,000 yuan a year. Plus, with the extra income from my restaurant, I can earn 300,000 a year. I owe all this to the good environment. The success in developing the fishing industry and ecological tourism has received an affirmation from China's President Xi Jinping during his Northeast inspection tour last September. He praised Chagan Lake as a snow and ice land that had a lot to gain. Zhang Wen shook hands with President Xi as the representative of the local fishermen. He says he is determined to protect the local environment and the fishing industry. And having witnessed the rise and fall of the lake over the past 59 years, he now knows the secret of the lake's prosperity. If you want to pass fishing resources from father to son, then don't catch them all in one net. <laughs> The work song keeps singing at the Chagan Lake. The great changes happened here, and the idea of developing the ecological economy 
has led us to hope that the local community can enjoy countless fish every year into the future. Listening to Selfie, produced by China Plus.